Hi, this is Rabbi Falk speaking, you, speaking to you from Telstone in Eretz Yisrael. We're in the midst of Sferas HaOimer. Every day, every evening, we count another day. And we count from 1 to 49 until we reach our goal, which is Shavuos, which is Kabbalah Satayra. And the Rishonim explained that the concept of Sferas HaOimer is that we're very excited that Shavuos is going to come. And therefore, in anticipation of reaching Shavuos, we count every single day until we get to Shavuos and Kabbalah Satayra. The question, the obvious question is, if we're counting in anticipation of something, when we're counting for something to happen, it would be make more sense if we would count down rather than counting up. In other words, if you're waiting, you're, you're in school, you're waiting for school to be over, and there's 49 days left, so you put on your wall 49 days, and each day you mark off a day, 49, 48, you count down to something happening. You don't count up. So why by Sviris HaOimer do we count up? So I think it's very simple. Because generally when we're waiting for something, we're waiting for the days to pass in order so we can reach that time when we want to do that thing that we're, that we're waiting for. And we're not really interested in the days in between, what we're really interested in is getting to that day, that special day that we're waiting for. By Sviris HaOimer, it's totally different. By Sviris HaOimer, what we're counting is not just days to pass, but we are trying to prepare ourselves every single day. We're trying to grow every single day during those 49 days, raising ourselves up and making us, making ourselves worthy and ready to be Makabal of the Torah. And it's each day is a, an achievement. Each day is precious. And therefore we go, we start the first day. We try to prepare ourselves for Kabbalah of the Torah. We try to grow. We try to be a little bit better. And we have, oh, I have one day that I did that I accomplished that I grew. And then the second day, I count, I have another day, a second day of growth. So we count because the days, we don't want them to pass. We want to use them. We want to utilize those days to the, to the greatest extent and to become Teshavuos ready. And I think part of the message of the Surah HaOimer is how crucial and how important every single day in our lives is. Because so many times, ah, it was just one day. We don't realize the power and the potential in every day, in every hour, in every minute. There's one of the most beautiful stories that I ever read. It's one of my favorite stories, and it's a true story. It's a, a story of someone that I that I knew, that I grew up with. Um, when I was a child, I lived in Washington, D.C. His name is Rabbi Aryeh Roden. And he's a rov, he was a rov the shul of Sholem in Dallas, Texas. And he tells a story that he's sitting in a shul, and he has a lot of debt for the, they just bought bought a building. And he's trying to figure out, he has a payment coming, how in the world am I going to make this payment? I don't have money, I got to raise money, I need a plan. And he's sitting there working and thinking, and his phone rings. And on the, he picks up the phone, and a gentleman says, my name is Lenny, in a deep Texas accent. And he says, I'd like to speak to the rabbi. So Rabbi Roden says, I, I, I'm the rabbi, but I'm really very busy. Um, what is it that you, you need the rabbi for? And Lenny says, well, Rabbi, I'd like to make a donation to your congregation. So Rabbi Roden says, great, Lenny, please, got plenty of time, come right over to the synagogue. And this guy, Lenny, shows up, and he is a tall, dark Texan, and Rabbi Roden takes him around the shul, shows him the whole shul, 
And the guy pulls out his checkbook. Lenny pulls out his checkbook and writes him a check for $2,000. Rabbi Roden, is that so, so generous? I appreciate it very much. Thank you. But, but Lenny, can you tell me why? How did you get to my synagogue? You know, we never met before. You never came to our shul. Yeah, I, I don't even know you. Why, why, why is it that you just walked in and you donated $2,000? So Lenny tells him, Rabbi, let me tell you. I just visited the Holy Land. I was in Israel. And I went to the, the Holy Wall, the Kotel. And I was standing at the Kotel watching in amazement. And I see these people praying with such fervor and such emotion. And I saw one of those Hasids, a Hasid, and he had a long black coat and a round hat, and he had those curls by his ears. And I see his davening with such fervor and such intensity and such connection to God that I that I wanted to go over and give him some money. But I, I felt it wasn't proper. So I I right there on the spot accepted upon myself that when I get back to Dallas, I'm going to go into the kosher bakery where I buy my rye bread, and I am going to ask the owner of the Jewish bakery, if there was a, a chassid like that in Texas, what synagogue would he pray at? And I went in, and the owner told me they would daven by Rabbi Roden's Orthodox synagogue. So I've come here to fulfill my vow. I promised I would give some charity, and i that's why I wrote you a $2,000 check. Now this Lenny was far from Yiddishkeit. He really didn't know anything. But Rabbi Roden saw that he was a very sincere person, and he invited him to come and to spend Shabbos with him and to come to shul. And little by little, Lenny became very, very connected with the shul. And he would learn with uh, with, the, with Rabbi Roden. Rabbi Roden would go downtown in tech, Dallas, Dallas, go to his office. They would learn Pirkei Ovos. And uh, he would be there Shabbos. He became close with the family, with the Rabbi Roden's family. And he got very connected to the shul. And he, he gave a significant amount of money to the shul. And with it, they were able to develop programs and able to increase the membership of the shul. And the closest in the friendship grew and there was a tremendous bond. And then one day, Lenny had a massive heart attack and he passed away. And they were very close to Lenny and they, the shul got together and they decided that they would have a, an evening, a, a, a memorial to commemorate you know, this multi-talented and special man. So they held a memorial service in the shul and they invited Lenny's mother to come also. And Lenny's mother came to the memorial service. Rabbi Roden spoke about Lenny and the connection, how the community loved him and how, how he loved the community. And, the, and Lenny's mother was very, very touched. And she asked Rabbi Roden if she could speak with him after the service was over. And they met together. And she said, I, I, you know, I knew my son was connected to your family and he, he loved your family, but I didn't realize the deep connection that he had to the, to the synagogue and how involved he was in the synagogue. And she was a very, very wealthy woman. And she said, look, I would like to continue the support, even to increase the support that Lenny has, has you know, had with the synagogue. And she gave a very large donation to the synagogue. She became connected. She gave large, large amounts of the shul. The shul grew. They were able to expand. And it was, it was a very deep and wonderful relationship. Rabbi Roden says, imagine... Imagine the night that that chassid 
went home after being at the Kaisal, davening to Hillam, the, the, the chassid that Lenny saw. His wife asks him, tell me something. No, Beryl, what did you do today? What will Beryl say? Beryl will say, no, I didn't do nothing. What did I do? I went to the Kaisal, and I said, until him, I davened to the Rabbi Nisholem, I asked the Kodesh Baruch Hu to help, and there was some Chaylim, and I poured out my out to the Rabbi Nisholem. I said, I said a couple kippit loch him. And that's all the Beryl thinks he did. But when Beryl gets upstairs to base in Shomalo, after 120 years, and he stands before a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Ah! Reberol, Shalom Aleichem, you are the Reberol, the big, big, big Toymech in your schus. There was a trend, there's a, a, a beautiful shul in Dallas, Texas. There's learning in the shul, there's outreach programs, there are youth groups. Ah, so much Torah in your schus in Dallas, Texas. What will Beryl say? Beryl is going to look, he's going to go, Vus is Dallas, Texas. What the heck is Dallas, Texas? What are you talking about? He has no idea. And Lamaisa, that Tehillim, when he stood by the Kaisal that, that, that day, and Lenny looked on, that, the Hashpah that he had on Lenny, Lenny that he awoke in, in him, that, that feeling of, wow, look at this, look at this person connecting with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. He's saying, tell him, but the impact that it had, the hashpah that it had on who knows how many people in Texas who maybe came from, who learned because of that tilim that that person said. Rabbi Isai, it's mind-boggling. It's scary. It's a pachat. It's babish scary. We have no idea how much a small little maise that we think is a small little maise, the impact that it can have in Shemayim. Rabbi Isai, Sferis HaOymer, is to, to realize, to count every single day, how every day is precious. Not only every day, but every hour and every minute. We have no idea the koyach of the mitzvahs and the maizim toivim that we do, the way we act, how people will look, see what we're doing. We don't even know. The chazir had no idea what he did. But his davening with a, with a, with a pure heart had a tremendous ashpah. In based in Shomalo in 120 years, he will have schosim in Dallas, Texas. For such a seemingly small maise. But there is no such thing as a small maise. Rabbi Sai, as we prepare, one of the things we have to realize in our preparation for Shavuos and Kabbalah Satayra is the power, the power, the awesome power of Torah and mitzvahs. How even the smallest thing can have a tremendous, tremendous impact in the world. Rabbi Yisrael, we should be marich, we should realize and understand who we are and what Torah is, and we should take advantage of our time. And Yisrael, we should be zoiche to, together, Yisrael, before Shavuos, but certainly on Shavuos, to come together in the Beis Amikdosh, and we should be zoiche to be as Mashiach, b'meir of Yameinu, Amen.